come on now. It's fireside chats. Just sit back and let Matthew Brady and Dawson Doma take you away. We're back after that that break from technical difficulties. Yeah. So after hearing it for a second time, yeah. what what do you think of that intro? You know, I the first time I heard it, I think I was just trying to grasp exactly what was going on in that. Uh, now I think it's true art. You know, we got some good some beat, some rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think multiple really, voices. Yeah, multiple voices. Thank you. you know, I I don't know how you guys do that kind of stuff. You know, not not my cup of tea, but it impressive. feels great. Thank you. No, yeah. it feels great to be appreciated. Yeah, when I put a lot be. of a lot of work, a lot I of hours spent to make that intro, I had to. Figure out the sound and the audio to make sure all of it's flowed together. All your different pitches, your all tones. The, yes, yeah, no, and my my your voice. Harmonic. I lost my <laughs> voice after that you one. Know, could I, I, honestly, could I hear you try to recreate it? <laughs> I I I I, okay. I did not know that was you until this break when you told me that. <laughs> I couldn't really tell that that was you. So I want to see. I want to hear it. Okay. Live. Um, so there's a. So sit on down, gather around, fireside chats right now. Wow, wow. I don't think I don't think that's the live intro. I didn't appreciate the lyrics till right now. There's just so many layers to this. Just wow. I, I, I just, I'm shook. I didn't know. I'm very thankful for GarageBand. Apple, just the cutting edge of technology. It really, dude, at, at our fingertips, all that power yeah. at our disposal. Uh-huh. We just could change the world, or we could do this. Oh yeah, this. And I think I choose this every time. <laughs> oh, well, okay. For those of you listening in who do do not know, Braxton is my lovely roommate, and I we know more about each other than most people would know uh-huh. just because of living in the same area. And I've seen this man, and I'm sure he's seen me do some strange things, but I've seen this man make chicken nuggets, and I would like to hear his process for making chicken nuggets. And it, maybe it's like a survival guide yeah. to those out there who, you know, just how to stay nourished uh-huh. while in, while at college. So for me, um, chicken nuggets are a staple in my diet. I mean, not compared to Dawson. Dawson's more of a chicken strip man, which I, I respect. I, I like strips that. and nuggets. It yeah. depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, I know. Completely understand. But and, and for me, I, when I'm hungry and I want those chicken nuggets, I want them now. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting for the oven to preheat. You I'm don't have time for that. Yeah, no, no, never. You know, and who knows? Then the next time I'm going to be the next person who leaves the oven on, like, you know. On broil. You. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> I never. Um, by the way. I don't want to get into this because the lizards don't need it now. We don't need to argue here. Okay. I have never left the oven on broil. Fact. 100% fact. That's not okay. me. No, no. I, I, I'll believe you today. <laughs> you guys have a mysterious well, ghost walk. I, uh, I hate Walking around it. the waffle. <laughs> you know, it, the occurrences have gone down. I you know, don't know what it is, if it's the people being called out or, uh, you know, who knows, but it's been good. All right, back to some chicken nuggets. Back to the How to make them. So uh, a lot of people nuggets. are like, Braxton, like, why do you microwave your chicken nuggets? Because, you know, I want them done quick. My, the, the chicken nuggets always end up soggy. Only takes three minutes, though. And <laughs> Nothing yeah, worse than soggy nuggets. Soggy yeah, chicken it's, just, nugget. it's just not as good. <laughs> you just don't get, the, you don't get the full effect of the chicken nugget if it's soggy. Uh, so I have came up with this great way to put paper towels underneath. What is that great way? I just put the paper towels underneath. But, okay. but here's the thing. 
we don't really have paper towels. <laughs> paper, paper towels are limited, to, limited like supply. Yeah, yeah, limited. You know, it just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <coughs> buy them. They cost too much money. It's not a real necessity. I can just use my shirt or something to wipe things off. Really. Um, so what I use and I found is to be most effective. Okay, maybe not most effective, but um, don't cut yourself short. Okay, yeah. Maybe impressive or curious. I don't know. I use uh, toilet paper. It's I, I innovative. Go, yeah, I go to the bathroom. I pull on my toilet paper. I roll out about three strips of it about the length of the plate. Set it down. Maybe some like overlappage <laughs> on there so we get some thick paper towel on there. I'm not, paper towel like what's thicker with the toilet paper. Lay out my ten chicken nuggets in a circle with one in the middle because I can't fit ten in a circle. I've tried it so many different ways. Ten. Do so you make ten every time. Yeah. You ten work, every okay. Time. It says like six to eight, and I want ten. You I want, want ten. Yeah. Ten's a good so, number. Yeah, and you got to put six them in a is circle. a kid's meal. Yeah, eight's not kid. enough. No. And ten's for the big boys. Yeah. Big leagues. So, yeah, so I put up my ten. Like I said, cannot get them all in a circle. It says don't put any in the middle, but they still cook as well. Someone lives life the on the edge. Yeah. Throw them in the microwave three minutes, minute and a half. Flip them around. Easy as that. I always forget which one I started on, so I think I always flip one twice. Don't know. Uh, then pull them out after three minutes. The sogginess has been absorbed by the absorption of the um, toilet paper. And, uh, Charmin Ultra Soft. Uh, sure, uh, well, yeah, yeah, something like that. Something. <laughs> Single-plied Charmin Ultra Soft. Uh, do you, you guys got Charmin upstairs now? Uh, I have no idea. So we actually ran out of toilet paper this morning. Mm. And so I don't... That's crisis I think situation. It, a very, I, went, mm, I went to reach for said toilet paper, and we had a roll, but it was completely soaked in water. I hope, Hopefully water. I assume, Hopefully water. I'm assuming water, <laughs> but either way, it was, it, it was moist. It was some, a moist roll, so... The I one of our roommates Isaiah he came to our rescue, yeah, and or my rescue, and he gave me some toilet paper that I think was chewed on by his dog. Uh, more than likely, he probably just been waiting. Yeah, to he use just that. <laughs> he's like, I, I'm get not rid using chewed on toilet paper. I'm waiting for somebody else to be desperate. And I I met yeah. the desperate. <laughs> but I think that's one of the advantages of living with all with nine people is you know mm-hmm. if you're in that situation, you, the chances of somebody you being just there the to chat. save you is a lot higher than if there's only two people. You know, it's a 50-50 chance. So. Anyway, back to the chicken nuggets. Uh, I'd say the one the one thing that you got to be careful of. You know, this is this is a special technique when you're taking the toilet paper off from underneath the chicken nuggets. You want them all just to kind of fall loosely off uh, into a pile, so then you can put your sauce on the other side of the plate. Uh, but what happens, and I still struggle with this, <laughs> is, is the toilet paper it will break. I don't use high enough quality toilet paper. It breaks and sticks to my chicken nuggets. So I'm always trying to pull off all the paper, all the toilet paper from the chicken nuggets. But I'm not a perfect human being. None of us are. I, I, I you know, you're very close. Yeah, I try my best. But you know, there's definitely some times where some of that toilet paper sneaks sneaks onto the chicken nugget. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, like, what you're, you're gonna, gonna do? You're I, still gonna eat it. Yeah, I mean, I, I dipped I it I've already dipped it in sauce. I've already ran. I'm, I'm low on sauce. I'm not gonna waste that bite. I, just, What's your go-to sauce? Okay, so I gotta. This is a funny one because I definitely gotta give the shout out to Dawson on my sauce. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It, it's oh, it's yeah. yeah. It's it's is the it uh, McDonald's yeah. It's so when make when I go to McDonald's, you get two uh, different sauces. So I go with the Come ranch on. and the buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And you dip it in both. Yeah. Which yeah. one do you do first? Um, sometimes I, I actually look at the cup, like mm-hmm. the sauce cup, and whatever has least color in it, I grab the opposite one. So if the ranch does not have any orange buffalo sauce in it, I grab. The buffalo sauce and dip it in the ranch. Okay. How do you yes, think yeah, about that? Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's exactly how I go about it. So it's <laughs> you don't want to just have a whole buffalo chicken. Nugget. No, yeah, and you want it to be even. You don't want to run out of your buffalo sauce before your ranch. You don't want to run out of your ranch before your buffalo sauce. Because so you do then, it. You do it dip to dip. Dip to dip. Yeah, try to keep it dip to dip ratio. Yeah. Okay. Um, I sometimes I have two buffalo and two ranch. Sometimes I have two buffalo one ranch, mm-hmm. or one buffalo two ranch. And when you have, when you're in like a situation, yeah. a disproportionate situation. 
you got to be very cautious about how much of each sauce you use. That way you get, if you have 10 nuggets, all 10 nuggets adequately covered in sauce. But if you have 20, I, I like to ball big with my nuggets. Mm-hmm. I go for 20. It's very, there's it's some tough. crisis situations where there you're like is. coming I, to the last two nuggets and your sauce is very low. You're like, how can I get, how can I get enough buffalo on this chicken nugget? So I've solved this, Dawson. You have? Yes, because I, 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 I ran into that problem, and I was like, what am I going to do? Um, you know, so hopefully not all of our roommates are listening, but I, I, there's some buffalo in the fridge, some buffalo sauce. That's my buffalo sauce. <laughs> I, it's, it's in my room. I stole it. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> I, I did the whole, the two ranches and one buffalo, because I was like, oh, there's buffalo sauce in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took that. Is it, the, is it Frank's Red Hot Sauce buffalo sauce? No, 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 no. Oh. It's like, uh, it's like Sweet Baby Ray's. Uh, oh, like, no, 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 something like that. I can't remember. But, um. So I used that, and uh, so I took it, and I was like, wow, this is revolutionary. Having the extra buffalo at home saves me from having to have that issue. Mm-hmm. So I put it in my mini fridge <laughs> to make sure no one takes my buffalo, or I guess somebody else's buffalo. Yeah. But, you know, the point is I, I'm always – It's a dog-eat-dog world, world out there, my man. I want you to make your own uh, chicken nugget dip one time. Oh. Sometime. Yep, make your own Dawson-branded – Chicken nugget sauce. Yes. Oh, like the combo Slap. that you have at McDonald's. But the make ranch it your buffalo. Own. Yeah, I wonder. How, I wonder what would that happen if you yep. took a bunch of like you the could ranch do different and spice mixed it together. You could do a different spice scale. Ooh. You could be like Dawson's sweaty hot, <laughs> sweaty sauce. Sweaty. Do you want to take your shirt off while you're eating chicken ass. nuggets? Ass bitch, damn sauce. <laughs> It'll sweat your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it to my kids. <laughs> Here's it. <laughs> Uncle Dawson's special sauce. <laughs> All right, well, I just want to take uh, take one second here. We're, we're still talking sauces here. We're still talking sauces here. We're talking Dawson's sauce. Hopefully he comes out with that because uh, sounds like I'm going to have to replace Rory's buffalo. It was Rory. He's listening, and uh, it sounds like it was him. So I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know. It's like a game of Clue yeah. right now. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the motivation <laughs> between behind that was uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, buffalo sauce was f- spilled all over the fridge, and I'm on the bottom shelf, so it all accumulated on my shelf in the fridge. Wait, are you the right or left? I'm fridge? on the left. So oh, I, there's a there's a mystery sauce that so maybe yeah I don't know oozed all over the bottom of the right fridge too. That's kind of still there. Yeah, that doesn't look good. No, <laughs> no. So and it poured all over my stuff, all over my hot dogs. I was crushed. So I decided, you know, no more spilling of the buffalo sauce. It's mine. <laughs> You were doing a service. I just, it, it was what, it's what needed to be done. Have you, have you, do you have a history of stealing, uh, stealing sauces? Have you stolen other sauce before? Yes. What have you stolen? Um, well, I mean, if I want some ranch, I've definitely taken somebody's ranch. Um, <laughs> uh, I, think, uh, <laughs> I think, Zach, uh, your ketchup, if I want some ketchup on my burger. So I have, I, I have uh, mustard and mayonnaise, but I don't know where my ketchup is. So there, there's some ketchup on the top shelf. I think it's Zach's. I use that for chicken nuggets sometimes. <laughs> Um, also, da- uh, uh, Carter has uh, some some weird like look kind of good. I tried it once, so it, it was pretty good. <laughs> I think when you're living in a house with a, with a bunch of people, there's some items that are fair game for everybody. I think sauces and spices are unless you take them away. Yeah. Sauces and spices are fair game because no one's going to use an entire jar of salt. No, you know? that's for no. the group of the people in my mind, at least. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, if I want pepper in my soup, which is another staple of my diet. Like I, I'm, I'm putting, I'm just, I'm just grabbing the pepper. I don't know whose it is. Don't really care to be honest. <laughs> if you're missing pepper, then you know you got a problem, man. Yeah. 
If you don't have salt or pepper, it's a tragedy. Oh, that's just a, that's a staple. You, you bring in your bed. You bring in, I don't know, what other, what, do you, what else are the staple items when you move into a home? I'm, ooh, bed. You, um. <laughs> <laughs> bed. bed. Just bed. Uh, bed. Uh, clothes? Clothes, I Maybe. guess. Maybe. I think bed sweatshirt. And I remember, oh, the first week I moved in here, I, I wore a robe the whole week. <laughs> yeah. For recruitment week. I would oh. show up on the lawn and I'd just be in my robe. So it's a power move, definitely. I definitely, robes are, you know, that should be a more, yeah, more common item that people, everybody should own mm-hmm. a robe. A nice. I've, I ask all my guests this: <laughs> candles, candles. Um, oh, I, I definitely, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I've heard you uh, talking about the candles before. I love. We yeah, love, you, we love our candles yeah. over at the beef barn. <laughs> the beef barn. The beef barn. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the name of Dawson's Ranch back home? <laughs> the beef barn. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dude ranch. ranch. Um, okay, so candles. Definitely would be a big fan of them. I'm a big fan of my room smelling good. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's a direct correlation between people that wear robes and people that own candles. I mean, they, they kind of go together. You're sitting, you wake up, or you're late at night, you're in your robe after your nighttime shower. Smelling some winter breeze. Yep, you're reading a oh. book or something like that. You sit in a chair, just a one-person chair like we have in our front lawn. Yes. And, um, and the candle is sitting there. You're reading by candlelight. You know, it's just it's an image that comes in my head. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a you know, yeah, it's a mood. It's definitely, it's a vibe. It's a staple. Yeah, it's, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Braxton, what is? Because we our house has nine people in it, so which is regardless of what it's it's a lot of people. What would you say as advice for the like for someone who's thinking about you know should I go and should I live in this like this three man room with some people I kind of know, or should I uh, should I venture out? And go to, you know, a house full of nine people, not all of them know each other, and just see what happens, see what the magic happens. What would you tell? Um, I would, I, I, you know, obviously experience, but mm-hmm. I would 100%, 100% recommend the nine-person house. First, I was like, this is going to be a lot. I know that I'm throwing myself into this just havoc of a situation. Mm-hmm. But it has been probably the most fun I've ever had. All these people that I like knew, I now know a hundred times better. And yeah. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, who who would have thought that things about I've learned about Carter Fitch are insane? <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd love you, I could talk about it for an hour. Oh, the, the thing he's I an love amazing about, human being. Yes, cool. Oh. When you live with a core group of people for a really long time, you get to know who they are mm-hmm. at like the base level. Who they Without, cause like you, you see them every day. You see how they interact. Normally. Yeah, with even like you don't even have to like talk to them. You just like no. observe just observing them. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. kind of like it's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that first semester, like, great. I had a great time. But you know, I was a little bit more slow to uh, go upstairs. Yeah. You know, I just was just just didn't do it as much. Now I just I love it up there. It's like it's just the best. Is your communal area at Waffle is the new one downstairs? I feel like it is. Um, because like, there's kind of multiple couches. now. There really are. I would say it's a little bit of both. Um, I'd say that a lot of the rooms upstairs have like opened up a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, Dawson, your room now seats way more people. Yeah, because I have the um, couch in there, and, and like all of our rooms are also like always open. Yeah. The only time they're not is when like we're not there. That's cool. Yeah, but I do think that we uh, the downstairs has still done a really good job of it, being the place to just hang out. Because there's a table yeah, now the too. Table down there. So someone could be in the kitchen eating, and you can still participate in the conversation in the living room. Yeah. It's magic. It's, it's just it's something like it's like having a table in a home is like normal. I don't know. Like I didn't realize I didn't realize how much I missed having a table. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just like having a place to eat. Because like, the whole first semester we didn't. Like we oh. all had to eat in our rooms or like eat on that little island yeah. dishwasher that we have. Yeah. And like there was no place where we could all just like gather our food, go down and just hang out. Yeah. I, I do have to say though, I'm like a professional at eating food on my knees now. Like my plate, I can balance oh, it on one while, knee. While you're sitting on yeah, like your I'm couch or whatever. Down, I got it on my knees. I can like put balance it on one knee. I know where to put my chicken nuggets so it doesn't <laughs> fall. I, I got it down. I could put soup on my knee. It could be burning hot. I'm just, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the skills we learn, man. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's just living in a place like that, you know. It builds character. Yeah, it really does. Oh. It gives you an appreciation. As soon as I, like, I step into, like, a mediocre house now, and I'm like, oh, my God, your dishwasher's attached to your counter? <laughs> you don't have to move no it around? Way. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um... Do you feel like you clean up after, like, yourself at other people's houses better? I notice myself doing that more. Like, I'm always, like, I used to not care at all about, like, yeah. do, cleaning dishes at someone else's home. But now I'm like, oh, let me just do this real quick. No, a 100%. Like, I just feel like, I'm like, I don't want to burden them with another dish in the sink. Like, I know how that one <laughs> like, feels. I know <laughs> that's like. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to scrub this thing, and I'm going to put it back in the dishwasher, yeah. back in the, you know, up on a shelf. But I also feel like when I go home, I'm, I go right back to just, like, oh, mom's got it. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> This is my mother. Yeah. We were, <laughs> you uh, take this one. Just, uh, not, not my home anymore. Yeah, not uh, last weekend. I think not this weekend, but last weekend um, or whatever it was. We were in Davenport um, refing little kids basketball. Oh, man. Oh, how was that? Oh, it was it was a time and a half. This is my third year. I feel like I'm a seasoned veteran. Oh, all definitely. Those, all those. Uh, you know your way around. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Davenport's a, you know, it's a familiar t- town for me just in general. But uh, now that I've been back there so much, um, I think I've been there uh, more this year than I've been home. Because between uh, there for harvest. Uh, oh, that's right. Yep, yep. I've been back a couple times now. So I mean, and then not. I didn't come home during the summer. So really, I think I've I've accumulated more weeks there. So kind of a crazy thing. But uh, this tournament, you know, we're refing kid like little kids basketball ages um, th- from third grade to seventh and eighth grade, and uh, <laughs> you know, refing I I'd never done before until I started this and. It is something that I it was super underappreciated by me uh, until I started doing it, and it's not about that. Like coaches can be tough, the kids can be yell at you and whatever, but these are little kids; they don't even know what they're yeah. doing. Uh, but the families, and I don't know, maybe it's the like parents, yeah, parents, like small town parents, they got it out for you. If somebody, if the third grader on the other team accidentally moves their pivot foot, and he, they don't know what they're doing, and I don't call a travel, oh, I'm someone's the worst in your ear, ever. yeah, oh, it's just, oh, it's oh, terrible. Dude. I'm just getting screamed at. Well, the whole community in those small towns revolves around like student oh, athletics. Oh yeah, there's that's there's, their that's their life. Yeah, there are people coming into these like coming. They're like, oh yeah, we got a little kids tournament, and they, they have no kids. <laughs> they they're like older people, but they're just like they just want to watch sports. Like, let's go Davenport, go Rillas, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'd have to say, so okay, so this this one was honestly pretty smooth trip. Um, the the get, most recent one, yeah, most okay. recent one. Uh, but first year that I went, <laughs> definitely. Rough. Yeah, what was that like, just being thrown oh, into it? I, yeah, oh, I just remember... Uh, what shocked you the my, most? Oh, um, I would say what shocked me the most was probably uh, the lack of knowledge that I had. <laughs> 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 I learned real quick I'm not qualified. <laughs> I'm making up hand signals as I'm going. Like, I'm just getting into it. Like, yeah, we got to reach, and I'm just throwing my arm out there. Like, I really don't know what's going on. Um, but I think freshman year, uh, Gavin Patrick... 
Uh, I, so I didn't get yelled at, but he did. Um, he's refing this game. It's Davenport. And uh, this coach, uh, we, we, every year we've gone back, we're like scared of him. We're like, oh, God. Of this like, coach? Yeah. We're like, oh, like, he's a Davenport coach. We're like, you know, how old is like, his son now? Like, is he still playing? This year we thought that uh, his, his son was in high school. Yeah. He wasn't. He was eighth grade. So we're like, oh, no, we're getting another year of him. Thankfully, he wasn't there. But um, anyway. So he is just screaming at Gavin, like, make a call, make a call. And we're just like, just like, oh, God, Gavin, wait, make a what, call. Wait, uh, what what age is playing right now? Uh, this is sixth grade boys. <laughs> so, you know, they kind of know what they're doing. But, uh, it, you know, they're a little bit better than the third graders, but not better than the eighth graders. If that yeah. makes sense to no, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the math kind of adds up there. Um, <laughs> but I'd have to say, and then, so this coach is just screaming at him. And I'm like, Gavin, dude, you got to, you got to, like, tell this coach to either, like, shut up or, like, tee him up or something like that. And then um, I think another another uh, play goes down. His team shoots, misses, and he wants a foul, screaming for a foul. And uh, Do- uh, Gavin walks by him, or like yeah, jogs by him, and he just turns to him. He's like, "I hope the beer money is worth it." And like Gavin just like stares at this guy, and it was just like the most awkward thing I've ever seen. I mean, we get paid for that, but it was just like, wow, this guy just wow. hates us. And then so then this year he he's not coaching his son's team. We're like, thank God, we're not gonna have to worry about him. His son plays in the eighth grade championship game, and uh, the game's coming down to the wire. Are you refing it? I'm not refing. Uh, Ian Nybergs, uh, Nathan Hopkins, and then a dude from U of I uh, is refing. And the dude from U of I has refed like uh, AAU and stuff. This dude knows what he's doing. He's making the proper he's hand signals. It. Is yeah. he stretching before the oh, game? Oh just my, to get all yeah, nimble. this guy dude. Oh, he is stretching. All these like we had three guys from U of I. I'd show up, uh, you know, not Gotta feeling sure so great the in the groin. morning, and they're, <laughs> they're out there like they're like they're touching their toes. I don't know if I can mm-hmm. still do that. They're, like on the ground stretching, taking laps around the court. I'm like, what is going on? Like I I didn't know we stretched before this. One of the guys makes a comment to me. He's like, I didn't realize how much you had to stretch when you're a ref. And I was like. I don't. <laughs> so, and then so the game's coming down to the wire. Um, I, you know, if you guys are listening, I might, I might get the story a little bit wrong. But anyway, um, Davenport, we don't worry about facts yeah, here. Yeah, Davenport uh, has the ball. They're down, like I think they're maybe down like two points. Pretty close game. Um, he's like uh, uh, Davenport has the ball coming down the court. Uh, they're playing uh, Colville, I believe, and Colville attempts to steal the ball, hits the ball, uh, knocks it, and then it goes off the Davenport kid's foot out of bounds. So. I mean, like, I guess looking back on the situation, uh, probably not a kickball. But this U of I guy calls kickball, uh, which means that it's Colville's ball, even though, mm-hmm. um, you know, it shouldn't have been a kickball uh, because that's technically – he didn't kick it on purpose. And um, so, you know, it doesn't really affect the game. Davenport loses, um, whatever. At the end of the game, uh, this guy, the coach, is in the, in, the, in the crowd watching his son, and he comes up to uh, the refs, Nathan and Ian and this other guy, and he pulls out the rule book, and he is like, according to the rule book, if it's not like a purposeful kick, it is not a kick ball. You guys made the wrong call. And then like he's, he's – he's Is this even an AAU tournament? Or oh, is it just no, no, like, no, no, no. It's called the Bitty Ball Tournament. So literally people – like just teams just <laughs> oh sign – teams just sign up for it. Yeah, they're just just like little, little schools from around the area. Yeah, playing, just to get yeah. like extra reps in pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's just like you know, a nice little tournament. You know, let the kids play. Sounds fun. Yeah, and then this guy he goes back into the uh, go back into the crowd, and he's from Davenport, so he's like, dude, like the way they put it is like that he was like pretending to pick up trash so he could like kind of keep chirping at him. Like he's just kind of walking, like picking up the trash, dropping it right back down. Like just a heckle. Like, not a kickball. Not a kickball. <laughs> just going <laughs> after. Couldn't, him. couldn't let it go. Yeah. Oh no, God no. Of course not. But and his son. The thing is though is you know small towns you know sometimes different. His son's swinging up and playing JV at the high school. So he's still an eighth grader, but because yeah, like, yeah. they, they need him up there. So it's like, 
why do you care about your last year of the bitty ball tournament? Like, <laughs> relax, man. Like, you have bigger things right now happening. Yeah, oh, yeah right now. Like, it's, are you kidding me? The trash needs to be picked up, dude. Quit worrying about the game so much. <laughs> Not a kickball. <laughs> Not a kickball. It was just tough, man. Tough to see. Um, I would say another one. Ian, I, I tell you what. I've, I've had it pretty easy. Um, my, my issues with coaches is the first year that I did it, I'm refing first 8 a.m. in the morning. Like I said, not mm. feeling great. Um, and these kids are uh, like third grade. And like I said, my lack of knowledge was there. <laughs> and this kid's dribbling down the court, kind of drops the ball, goes back for it, kind of goes over and back. So you have to all have all three points of contact. So the ball and your two feet over the line. Could be wrong, to be completely honest. But um, oh. And he had two over. And so I called the over and back. First call I had made ever in like, my refing history. And this coach just starts chewing at me. He's like, like, that's not a complete over and back. And like, I'm like. And it's 8 a.m. Yeah, 8 like, a.m. I'm tired. I'm really not feeling it. You don't want it. that. And I'm just honestly like, coach, you are right. He's like, then what are you going to do? I was like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not changing the rules here. And so we ref with a bunch of buddies too. And like, you know, wrong calls happen all the time. But uh, there's a kid um, like fell to the ground or something like that. Or he like, he's on the ground, gets the ball. And I can kind of see him. There's a bunch of kids in front of him. He gets up. I call a travel because you can't get up like that. I guess what I couldn't see <laughs> is that while this was happening, he was dribbling. So you can dribble, get oh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I travel. The, the quick, quick yeah, hands. Like, kinda, yeah, yeah. And I did, not, I did not see that. And the coach is like yelling at me. And my other ref, Kyle Erickson, is right in front of the kid. Didn't make the call because he saw what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't stop me at all. <laughs> just like, just I was like. Okay, I guess like that's right. And then after I go up to the bench, and one of the guys working the book is like, "You can stand up, sit down, lay down, roll over, and we'll do whatever you want as long as you're dribbling." I was like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely made the wrong call, but I'm sticking with it, dude." <laughs> I was like, you just gotta and, go with it. And one more time, how old are these kids? Uh, this was uh, fifth grade. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> just some some passionate fans. Yeah. At the what's it called? The the dibble uh, ball? The bitty ball tournament. Bitty ball <sighs> tournament. Yeah. Uh, no, I get paid too much, to be fair. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's too, uh, I, I hope they're not listening, but, you know, pay us $15, but $50 a game, two 18-minute halves, running clock until the last two minutes. So oh. really not long at all. No. Um, no. If you're really having a bad game, call a foul, let them shoot from free throws, take your time. <laughs> Dribble the ball around a little bit. We're going to be shooting two. Take, take a pause. Gather right, everybody, yourself. relax on the first one. Just kind of roll the ball to her. Let the time just run. Mm-hmm. You know, you're relaxing. But uh, so... It's 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 kind of it's kind of we're getting paid pretty well. I'm not going to complain about 15 bucks, you know. And oh, I no. no, no, never for less than an hour. So, um, do you have any run-ins with, with like parents at all? So personally, like I have gotten. Or have like, you seen any? Um, I know that the parents can oh, be parents. Some of that. Oh, okay, so they can be amazing. So first year I went, two guys are reffing, and um. They're missing some calls, but you know mm-hmm. it is what it is. I think it's like fourth grade girls, so still pretty young. Yeah, and girls are the hardest to ref. They are scrappy, man. I think if I I don't I don't know if I've ever refed a girls game and a girl doesn't end up crying. <laughs> One of them is always crying. Um, this year I I kind of going back to the coaches, but this year I refed a game like my first game on the second day, and I had refed this team before. I'm starting to recognize faces at this point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. last year when I'm refing this game, the coach comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, just so you know, like." We're really not that good. We're no, like just 
please just gotta be careful. We have one girl, she's really good, and this girl is huge. She's big, she's tall, like she's a powerhouse. She's like, she's probably gonna foul out. And I was like, oh no. I think that game, she fouls out, but for sure. So then this year, so this year they play, and I'm like, oh God, you know, I'm gonna see this is gonna be another rough one. Mm-hmm. The team has improved a lot. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Like these, they, they're doing a lot better. After the game, uh, the coach, I'm like gonna go up to the coach and be like, you know, I ref last year, you guys have gotten a lot better, like from third grade to fourth grade. And I'd go up to her, I was like, hey coach, like this is, you know, first game I've refed today, and like, blah, blah, blah. She stops me. And she was like, you need to learn how to call a reach foul. My girls are bleeding down the neck from these fingernails on these other girls. Like, I know girls are scrappy, but you need to learn how to call a reach. I was like, just, I, I revoked my nice statement. I didn't say it. I hope you did. Oh, yeah, no way. Uh, but I'd say, okay, back to the, uh, some of the families, some of the parents. Um, first year doing it, game's a little bit rough. A little, little bit definitely scrappy. Yeah. And uh, everybody's yelling at these refs. I feel bad. And this one girl comes up, picks up the ball, and she is throwing bows. And she nails a girl to the ground. This girl's bloody nose on the ground crying. And no call. <laughs> Rough to see. Um, but then uh, one of the one of the, <laughs> Hard to watch. Yeah, one of the Clean dad flight. one of the dad runs out on the court, grabs his daughter, starts screaming at these refs. He's cussing at them. Fourth grade girls. And, and these I, are some of our, uh, your friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just I don't want to name drop. It was yeah, game drop. but just some night, <laughs> just some nineteen-year-old kid. Some nineteen-year-old college kid. I'm sorry, Parker, but <laughs> Parker. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Interesting. You know, it's. I don't know how. I think every year, every year, I'm always like, yeah, definitely, I'll do it. Like, good money. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to hang out. Uh, Nathan's mom hosts us. She does a great job with all the food and stuff. She's like that. amazing. She's but, an yeah. angel. Oh yeah. Um, but every year, like, there's a quick moment. I'm like. I don't want to do this. I don't oh, want yeah. to deal with these parents. I really don't. And I get there, and I'm just kind of sitting there like, oh, God, here we go again. I cannot do this. I, I'm a, I, I have long hair, so we can talk about that. But yeah. my hair, I have super long hair, and, you know, small towns, uh, they're just looking at me like, who is this hippie? And this is when I had that beard, too, and they were just like, who is this guy? I'm sure they just hate me. They're like, oh, we got this hippie dude refing our kids' bathroom. He needs to go back down to California and, you know, surf and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like... Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I'm from Tri Cities. I'm from the Tri Cities, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get made fun of there, too. Like, <laughs> I, the most surprised uh, thing, like, I, I'm most surprised by the fact that I've never gotten, like, called, like, a girl or something. Like, you haven't? There. No, because, well, like, okay, I, I know that's I a have, common joke for, I have, from well, all of us. I have gotten us. called a girl in public multiple times, but not during one of these games. Oh. I'm surprised nobody's tried to pull that out. But in public, yeah, if I'm turned around. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm like, oh my god. We all started Chris Keen when he hit on me. <laughs> Thought I was a girl. <laughs> tough, tough. Wait, wait tough. what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, what? I, I need, I need to know. I need to know, I need oh, to know this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's it like being hit on um, by a man? Well, thinking, okay, obviously, who thinks okay. you're. <coughs> Being hit on obviously is probably a strong term for this one. But, <coughs> so we're all sitting in like a circle. This is like this is our first um, at the when we're hanging out at the spot the very first day of freshman year, um, first day of the week. Yeah, and uh, just kind of ah! sitting there. <laughs> I tried to make a man scream in the yeah the yeah, automation yeah. frizz. Um, My bad. We're in this circle, and um, Chris walks up out of like nowhere. Kind, I'm sure he saw like the hair from behind. Walks the up, luscious locks. He's like, oh hey, how's it go? stops in his track he's like oh my god like you are not a girl and just walks off and everybody's just like wow okay this is how this is gonna be haven't let my hair down since it's been a bun 
<laughs> just scar, Jim. Yeah, just, just a scar. Just a scar. The hair is um, quite the thing, you know. At this point, I'm about five years in. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty surprised I still have it. It is now below nipple length. Um, have you trimmed it up at all? Or? I've trimmed it up. I normally would trim it up like at least once a year. Okay. You, know, you got to keep it healthy, you know. Split you do. are coming and going. Uh, forgot to trim it this year, and it's dead. <laughs> it yeah. Is, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But I have girls come up, and they're always like, oh, my God, your hair is nicer than mine. I'm like... I haven't showered in three days, and I'm picking split ends right now. Like, it's not nicer than yours. <laughs> Do, uh, has it, like, dreaded up at all? Um, I'd say it gets pretty close. Like, you can like, – yeah. I'm sure if I put that effort into it, started, like, kind of teasing it, I, I, could, I, could have some, I could lock it up for oh, sure. Oh, you should get some locks, dude. dude Why I'm, not? When else are you going to be able to? So, okay, yeah, but I don't, really don't want to be the white guy with dreads. <laughs> uh, but also – Maybe just for one party. Oh, that'd be a lot of pain. Can't, can't take it out. <laughs> Once you're locked what up. If, oh, what if you get set on wanting to cut it, mm-hmm. so you dread it beforehand, enjoy that for however long you want, and then it's like, all right, it's been a good so, run, Mr. Hair, but we got to. I kind of wish I would do that because then I'd have to cut it. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, like, I'd lock it up. The next day I'd be like, oh, God, I got to cut this. This isn't going to work. Yeah. But I really do. I want to donate my hair. I'm yeah. really hoping to donate it. Oh, you're an honorable man. So, Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of keeping it. And that's why like, I'm at the point right now where it's like I, these split ends are got to go before I donate it. So it's mm-hmm. like do I trim it and then mm-hmm. donate it or do I just trim it again and let it grow back a little bit more? <laughs> it's like I'm like attached to it. It's part of me. Oh, it's yeah. part of my character, you know. It's, it's a long-term relationship. Oh, exactly. Um, I always I always see the story of Joe Curley. Uh, he had pretty long hair as well. Yeah. And he, when he was getting his cut, he donated his as well, I believe. Um, but he was sitting in that barbershop chair, whatever you call it like that. I don't know. But and right before she's about to cut it, he just has like a full on like panic attack, like gets up, like I don't know if this is what I want to do, like and like I envision myself fully having that moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. dang, that's yeah. a lot. Of, that's a lot of years. Yeah. So the story behind it really is um, a buddy of mine. He uh, moved from Bellingham to the Tri Cities, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how we just kind of clicked with this guy. Worked out really well. We had, uh, I'd say. It goes back to a buddy of mine was like, this kid moved in, and I don't know why, this guy's just kind heart, and was like, yo, we should have lunch with this kid. First day in school. And we're like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, Get to meet him. He's an interesting guy, but, like, we get along pretty well. He's probably one of my best friends now. Um, Canyon, if you're out there, you're not listening. I don't, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so he's like, I'm going to grow my hair out. And we're like, dude, that's kind of weird. He's like, showed us pictures of this guy he knew from home. He's like, I want my hair to be like that. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, for sure. Um, And then... We just all there's four of us, uh, for me, Joel, uh, Chris, and Canyon. We all just were like, all right, we're doing it. We're we're growing out our hair, mm-hmm. and um, I'd say Chris was the first one on board, then Joel, then me. So mine was always shorter than everybody else's, uh, but we all just had some massive hair. Like in high school, we just like all the, we were the guys with the long hair. I think we started a trend. Yeah, I go back to like, there's some kids. I think there's a kid who goes here now that was um, his freshman year, so he was a like freshman and I was a junior and the dude's got some hair I'm like yep yeah, mm-hmm, we started you started something. that started something but uh and now and so we all just kind of grew it out together and Canyons was long like in oh it was incredible I had some majestic hair uh but now I think it's down to Canyon has cut his he looks real good looking good nowadays really um and then Chris cut his which was crazy Chris's was just was super curly and like just like thick and just kind of like sat like down here it was it was insane some gnarly hair yeah Joel still has his um, and it hit, so it's like me and Joel are the last ones left. And part of me was like, 
I just want to last longer than Joel. Yeah. We've always had low yeah. competitions, competition. you know? Okay. Like, yeah. I, I think I can, I can think, I can last longer than him. But he's in Bellingham, so much more normal. Yeah, he's just, he's, oh, you know, he fits, fits in, in right He's there. in his yeah. element. Yeah. Put on a flannel, he's, he's home. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that's literally what he does. So, I don't know if I'm going to outlast him, but I would love to. <clears throat> for sure. Didn't uh, Jack Hill, he, he grew out his hair for similar reasons, right? It was like a couple buddies, and then he's yep. like the last one to yep. still have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done it for five years too, right? Yeah, that I think that man is, if his hair is already longer than mine, he's the only, he's the closest person I know. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's people out there with crazy long hair. Oh, no, yeah. But that dude has some hair, and he lets his down all the time. Uh, he, he, lets lets the, the he lets the dogs out. He lets them know. He lets the dogs out. He's, he's got it. Oh, woo! Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm impressed, really, by Jack's hair. And, the, and, that, and that goatee thing he's got here, uh-huh. just the thick, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks it's good. Look. He, he turns some heads. Yeah. But, but that man is studying the forest, and he looks like it. He really does. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's that, that is one of the coolest dudes I've ever met with that hair. Yeah. We had him on episode yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. That, he yeah. has some great stories about, like, camping and oh, stuff. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys heard all about it. Like, that, if that man doesn't disappear into the woods one day, then he's, he, I don't know, he's doing the wrong thing. He's on track, too. Yeah, 100%. Be free. Running around with just a loincloth on. He's got all the tools he needs. George, George of the Jungle. He'll crash it all. Jack, Jack of the Jungle. For one week, we get to go camp with him. I would love we nothing get, more. That would get a be day incredible. In a you know you'll be safe. Oh, dude, His hands dude, won't let any harm go, happen to you. Like, that dude probably can start a fire in less than five seconds. Oh, probably. Yeah. 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 And he can build. Like anything, yeah. He's like, <laughs> or he could teach himself how to do it. Oh, 100. Yeah. He'll, he'll he'll buy like some super cool like old car for like 50 bucks, make it worth like 10,000. Drive mm-hmm. us out there, yeah. we'll sleep in it. He told us his story of how he built his first car with his dad. Oh, you want to yeah. play a little footsie? Yeah, yeah, we're playing a little footsie down here. <laughs> Stop it, you two. <laughs> the room for three. We'll no, make room. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you're talking. Okay, hold on. You were talking about. The basketball tournament, which you did for money and whatnot. What are some other ridiculous jobs that you've done to just get it, to earn a little extra cash? Oh, I'd say this one definitely goes back. I feel like um, a lot of great things happen trying to make money. Oh yeah, no, and, <laughs> so that inter- was, and that was interesting a, things. That was a grind, definitely back yeah. in the day. Um, I'd say one of my first. Okay, so I mowed lawns as a kid for sure, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, I had this one guy. Uh, he was super nice guy. Uh, lived down the street from me. Uh, war vet, and he was like, I'd say close to like, kind of like a recluse um, in his house. Like he, de- I don't think he ever really left. Mm-hmm. I think he had some like PTSD, like this. Yeah. Like, seen it all. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And then one day, like his family came and just was like, dude, you got to get your health right. And like all this kind of stuff. And so they like came and now he started to like come outdoors more and like all that kind of stuff. Got a new car, um, all this kind of stuff. And so I volunteered to start mowing his lawn. And, dude, I've heard some crazy stories from that man. That man, oh, my. Because I think he's pretty lonely. So, like, I'd finish mowing. I'd be like, all right, yeah. da- his name's Dallas. Dallas Hoover. Like, what an American name. Uh, but, Come on. Yeah, yeah. On. So I'd, after every day, I'd, he'd pay me 20 bucks or something like that. And he would sit down and talk for hours. My dad would get concerned. He's Because like, you'd just like, be stuck at this man's house. I could never leave, man. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I like fishing. Go for, like, hours. Hours and hours and hours. Some of them, dude. I think I don't. I think he just. I think he just is a good storyteller. Uh-huh. Um, one of the ones that I remember distinctly was uh, when I told him that I was coming to WSU. He was like, "Oh yeah, I went to WSU." And I was like, "Oh, you know, super cool." He's like, "Yeah, I played football there." I was like, "Oh wow!" And he's a big dude, so it makes sense. Um, and he, I think he played like he was either a linebacker or a defensive line. Anyway, um, so he played at WSU back in the years when we weren't like horrible. <laughs> I mean, not now, obviously, but like back in the time when we were playing pretty well. And this, this story goes 
that he was they were playing um, like Illinois, something like that, uh, wherever Mike did kill went to school, and uh, he blew out his knee. He blew out Mike Ditka's knee. Uh, no, 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 no. Story goes the opposite. Mike Ditka blew out his knee. Okay. Yeah. So, and I guess one day, like he was in Hawaii, ran into him, and Mike Ditka was like, "Yeah, I keep a list of the people who I like have hurt. I've sent home." He ended his career. He only played his freshman. Dallas only played his freshman year after his knee got blown out. Done football. Wow. Done with WSU. Yeah. Went joined the joined the army. So yeah, crazy. So That's and a crazy story. and at that time, Mike Ditka was like doing something with like a bunch of famous people. And, like, invited him to come back over and, like, I, I guess, like, he met, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that at, I, like, at a hotel. Seems really fake, to be honest, if I'm being yeah. honest. I think he just had a really good story. But this dude is crazy. So, yeah. But he always liked his long his lawn long. Like, he, like. He was, enjoys longer he, grass. Yeah, he prided in, like, his grass being longer, which really sucks. I wonder where that stems from. Um, so he told me the first day I offered him his lawn, he was, like, yeah, I don't do a really good job of you know upkeep with this, all this kind of stuff. Uh, he's like, when I was a kid, he lived in this. He lived in the house that he grew up in, uh, and he was like, he's like, when I was older, I always told myself that like I. <laughs> going on there? <laughs> whoa, hey, hey, whoa! I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. And he's like, I wanted a my uh, lawn to be uh, cement painted green. He's like, I never wanted to touch anything like this ever again because he did so much from the kid. So I was like, oh, wow. So this guy wants a long, longer lawn. He doesn't want to do anything, which sucked because then I'd be mowing his lawn and it would be like three feet high. And like lawnmowers don't like three feet high grass. Like, no, I'm in there and the, my lawn, the lawnmowers just constantly every now and then it just stops. It just stalls out. I got like lifted up. It's shooting grass everywhere. Like there's just a ton of grass just sitting there and I'm bagging all this. So I have to stop like every like five minutes and it is brutal. It probably took me two hours to mow that lawn. Oh and it wasn't a big lawn. It wasn't a big lawn. <laughs> like, like I, I lived in just like 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 suburban area. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So that was kind of like you know that was that was one of the more interesting jobs I had. Uh, he had he always got trees taken out taken out because he didn't want like uh, trees in his yard. Mm-hmm. And he um, then they just get super weeded over. So then I would spend like like four hours like de-weeding this whole like like you know like say ten foot area where the tree used to be, and. Then he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put some seed down and you know get some get some grass going here." I just get all these weeds out. I'd be digging through roots and stuff like that. And then next year I'd come back and the weeds are just back. <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> but it paid the cycle well. continues. <laughs> paid well. So then, okay, mowing the lawns. Um, whenever it snowed, I was I was hitting the streets with my snow shovels. Oh yeah, yeah, ten oh. bucks for yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. buddy, I'm with Chris, the kid that I grew the hair out with. Mm-hmm. We'd go door to door. Can I mow your lawn for ten bucks? And mow my lawn. Can I shovel your uh, snow for ten bucks? And we'd be on it. We did so many driveways, made a good amount of money. One of the weirdest ways was I was walking to uh, my buddy's Joel's, Joel's house. The other guy with long hair lived about two blocks from me. And on the way there, this like just guy is in his yard doing yard work. He's like, you guys want to make some money? We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> every, every good story starts, yeah, like, you guys want to make some money. So, you know, and, and we're, we're idiots. So like, yeah, for sure. You kids want to make some cash? <laughs> <laughs> that's, literally, that's literally what it was. He's like, and I, he um, had done a bunch of yard work, and there was a bunch of like, um, like grass clippings, leaves, and stuff like on his sidewalks and kind of in the road. He's like, "You sweep this up, I'll give you guys five bucks." We're like, okay, easy, easy money. We're like, we're on our way to our friend's house. Like, might as well do this. It's me and Chris, and uh, so we, we do we do the job, sweep it all up. This guy gives us five dollars in coins, and 
it was only five dollars, like two fifty each in coins. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most <laughs> disappointing thing that's, that's ever. Sucks, man. Yeah, that's when I started in the real world and got jobs. First job, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. More uh, what? I was an expo, so I took the food, like the, all the wings, uh, from the back, um, and brought them to the table to the people, uh, which kind of sucked because. Uh, pretty much the server would just be chilling, and I'd be like, I'd be sprinting throughout the restaurant. Like it, it got crazy. Uh, the craziest moment I had was some day in July is National Wing Day. <sighs> Fifty cent wings, like half price wings or something like that, and it's a madhouse. There's also a UFC fight that night, so we are packed, and I am like back there behind the window, and it, I'm just sweating, just <laughs> sweating through my Buffalo Wild Wings jersey. I got two of them. And it's just mayhem. I'm running wings like no other. I'm just I've I've never seen myself work at like just like we need some more wings over here. Can I get a French fry on this dish? I, I was going. Probably one of the craziest days working at Buffalo Wild Wings. When was that? Uh, that was I started um, the summer before I came to college. Okay. Yeah, and that job, um, I think when I when I applied and went through the interview process, they're like asking all these questions and like, you know, what do you want to do? And I told them that I was going to WSU to study wine, which is what I'm doing. Yeah. And I was like, I want, you know, I know that within wineries, they have restaurants. I want experience in a restaurant. And so I think they're like, oh, cool. But I think they thought I was going to WC Tri-Cities. Because <laughs> at the end of the summer, I was like, yeah, I'm going to college. And they're like, you're leaving? And they were just like super mad at me. Like, <laughs> and I'm really bad at having that conversation with my like boss. Like I'm always scared to be like, yeah, I got to put my two weeks in. I think for the two summer jobs that I've worked, I have, like, put in my two weeks when I've had to leave, like, two days. Like, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm going to put in my two weeks, but i got to leave tomorrow. <laughs> like, so it's really not two weeks. I just don't want to tell them. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, You don't uh, want to break their heart. No, no. And I, that, so uh, my, um, one of my main things that I always do is I Irish exit. Uh, and that is essentially when you are leaving someplace, leaving, uh, like, leaving a party, leaving whatever, leaving, and you don't say anything. You just walk on out. Um, oh, so I think this is my the favorite first, way to leave. Yeah, this is the first place. I, I, all my friends know that I uh, chronically do that every. So I did. I did it last night for God's sakes. Um, I just leave. But anyway, um, this job was like the first place that I'd ever like done that. I was done. I went in um, after my last day to pick up my tips. I uh, picked up my tips on my way out. Uh, one of the other servers is like, "Oh, Braxton got the day off today." I was like, "Yep." He's like, "You working tomorrow?" I was like, "Yep." He's like, "All right, I'll see you then," and never went back. <laughs> And that's I, called an Irish exit. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, so I, I, I will. I, you know, thank you for that term. Can't, can't go back to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Kennewick though. So, that's about <laughs> it. um, I gotta say, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, Buffalo Wild Wings isn't listening. But one of the craziest stories from there, I would have to say, is I had this uh, couple, an elderly couple. Uh, they would come in. And they wait regulars. Uh, they came in a little bit, yeah. You knew regular. you recognized them. Yeah. Okay. They had issues whenever they got their traditional wings. They would still have feathers on them. <laughs> like, 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 like the tra- oh, traditional wing would like still kind of have like like the the quill of the feather like attached to it, and sometimes you can kind of see like the little feathery part on it, like. So oh they would bring them back and like I'd be like, oh, that's not great. And I could just like see them. So then they, they kept coming in. I don't know why. <laughs> and they kept ordering the same thing. And they would be like, Braxton, like, make sure that there are no feathers on this. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that if I would have paid attention more, I would have seen a lot of feathers. <laughs> I would put on gloves and like pluck feathers off of their wings. 
Yes. And one time, the second time they came back, like after the like the feather situation, um, he, they were like, make sure there's no feathers. And I'm plucking feathers, just these little tiny things. They're not really feathers, I'd say. Some of them are just kind of like like remnants of, of what was a feather. What? And they take them out to him. Mm-hmm. And all good. A couple minutes later, they come back. Like, they found more feathers. <laughs> <laughs> why does, like, why like did they, Buffalo Wild Wings have a feather problem? I, I think it's just like wherever they get their frozen wings from. Like, they, they're just, uh, you know, just factory processed wings. I mean, like, <laughs> like they had yeah, no. All feathers included. Yeah, very natural, you it's know. A, it's a fun surprise. <laughs> just tickles the back of your throat oh, a little yeah, bit. It <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. Oh, no, no, just just adds a little flavor to it. Character building. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. So that was probably that was probably the craziest story, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, that I worked with some interesting people. Yeah. So with the the position that I had um, involved, like making sure that all the orders were right, you had everything, like all the wings, so you bring them to the table, um, and that like so like say you like you have the right flavors, uh, you have all your <coughs> French fries stuff like that, you got it all. Uh, and this one dude, um, his name was Madi, and he was deaf in one ear. So he'd always yell at the cooks and be like, yo, we need French fries or we need, you know, mozzi sticks or something like that. And they'd be like, all right, they're in the deep fryer right now. They got 30 seconds. Two seconds later, he'd like scream at them and be like, where are these French fries? And I'd be like, Monty, chill, dude. Like, they're right there. Like, he got in fights with the cooks. And it's like, yeah, because you can't hear out of one of your ears. Like, you can't hear them come, like, talking back to you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that dude. That's just... That dude, that's a high stress job. Oh, it was it was horrible. Being that was probably one of the most just like I was just every day at the end of the day. It's a summer sweat. job, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so like with my job too, for some reason I'm the guy who's got to clean everything. <laughs> I just did everything. So it's like end of the day, they'd be like, "All right, Braxton, shut down the expo station." So I do that. I had to clean every single tray that we took food out on. I had to uh, restack like a uh, re um, stock all the boxes. Uh, then I had to clean the the window and all the shelves and stuff like that uh then i'd have to clean the floor and the professional way to clean the floor is not just a mop <laughs> it takes many steps like at first you're getting the soapy water you get the soapy water and you're kind of spreading it everywhere mm-hmm. and then, spread it around yeah, town baby then you go back and oh, that's yeah. when you kind of do the whole like the mopping thing and you got to get your in there. back into it oh yeah oh yeah definitely i'm sweating how, how sweaty are you oh i'm very sweaty getting hot yeah yeah it, i'm well, but- I'm buttoning there. it down a little bit. What's up? I'm oh, buttoning it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the shirt. I, no, I'm not wearing anything under my jersey for sure. Oh yeah. And uh, paint the picture. Oh yeah. And the <laughs> I feel like I'm there right yeah. now, just staring at. I'm me. sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the heat lamps in there are just cooking. You know, I just I'm dripping down the side. I still got long hair at the time. I I pull it out and let the hair down, like you know, soak up some of the sweat on my face. Um, and then and then after you get all the water everywhere, you got to take a squeegee. And squeegee the whole floor. <laughs> and and while you're doing this, everybody's like, oh, Braxton, we need you to run this to table five. We need to run this to table, you know, oh 100. You're like, you're like, dude, how am I supposed to do all of this? And people are slipping in the back. And like, Braxton, step it up. Just get the job done. Yeah. It was. And so I wouldn't get out till like 2 a.m. And I'd be like, this is horrible. I started cleaning at 10. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. And every night I made the lonely drive back home, about a 10-minute drive. I hit just I drive around. A, I, there's a lot of these. Uh, what do you call those things? The circles where you drive around. Cul-de-sacs? No, 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 no. no. Um, Roundabouts? Yeah. I just, I just, I just, uh, just drive go. in circles around about, just like yelling about my boss or something like that. Just, like, <laughs> just play some sad music. It, it was. I, n- I never left happy. <laughs> I'd have my twelve dollars worth of free foods. I'd be eating Parmesan garlic wings for the eighth day that week. Like, what is going on? 
but I but I got a free jersey. It's a cool hey, party you jersey. Still have it? Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You earned that jersey. That's a priceless yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know those little things. I also stole I stole a ref jersey from the ref the basketball tournament. Just Thank having you. those little things to pull out. Just memories. Days. Yeah. Uh, what do you do now for work? So uh, currently at the university, I work uh, in admissions and recruitment, uh, and I'm essentially a tour guide or a okay. babysitter, something like that. Uh, and I give tours of the campus, um, and then I also answer phones in the back. So whenever um, like somebody calls admissions, I'm the one who answers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also, I like we have like those big events, like Experience WCU or stuff like that, where students come. Uh, they get so they get some presentations, learn stuff about their academic like area of interest. Uh, we take them to like the residence halls, dorms. I'm supposed to call them residence halls, but um, and they get a little tour of that. And these are all students who have already been uh, let into the university, so like they've got accepted. So they just this is trying to get them to confirm. Um, so and then also they get a thousand bucks. I think when we did yeah. it, it was a thousand bucks for four years. So I don't know if they know that they missed out, but we it's now just a one time one thousand dollar reward. So that's that's what I do currently, um, and I'd say it's a pretty pretty damn good job. I mean. Pretty much like just talking to people on those big event days. Uh, I'm just like literally just taking people, like taking this group of families from like one place to another, and let somebody else talk to them. Yeah. And like on my way there, I'm just chatting with them. Like, Where are you coming from? And people are coming from all sorts of crazy places. And you're like, oh really? You know. You know. What's some of the craziest places? Um, we've gotten so we get a ton of California kids. Yeah. Always just a ton punks. Um, <laughs> hey, then guys. we always get uh, Alaska is a couple. We always get a couple Alaska people. Okay. Uh, last week we had kids from Alabama, Atlanta, a family from New Jersey. So these people are coming from all over really. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool to hear about some of the places they're at and like all that kind of stuff. Um, also this job, I have learned so much about the state of Washington and like, cause you know, not being on the West side, like you don't really like everything's Seattle. Yeah. And you know, obviously I've met so many people. I'm starting to understand kind of where some of the areas are, but this job, like I'm like, every time they just name some random little city over there and they're like, they tell me exactly where it is. Sometimes I go and like, look it up. I'm like, where is this place? Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I think I've, I've learned a lot of the cities in the state of Washington. Pretty, I think I got it down. Quiz me. The seventh grade, I got quizzed on it. Mr. Hoff, I got it down now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for your quiz, Mr. Hoff. Yeah. Yeah. Let's retake that. <laughs> yeah. I could do it now. Step in the rank. Back then, I was getting Pullman wrong. I got it this time. <laughs> for sure. Dawson, mm-hmm. can we take a potty break? Yes, we can, because I really need to tinkle. So do I. Sorry, I went off here real quick. One more time. Oh, we're back on. Wait, no, say it. We're, we're here. Brax's got a really funny story to tell when we come back. It's going to be shaking your boots off. And <laughs> hey, we're back. Dude, where's the theme song, man? Oh. oh <laughs> no, no, we're it's good. okay. It's okay. Next time. So, Braxton. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this, uh, this one high school story you, you got for us. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so this one um, goes back to my senior year of uh, high school. And uh, we, and this is the time everybody's kind of applying to schools, looking at, you know, going to college, all this kind of stuff. And uh, one day I went to my government class. And my professor, super nice guy, um, he, he's just like great, funny dude. And he said something, he's like, Braxton, congratulations on getting into Stanford. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Mr. Perez, dude, like, I didn't get into Stanford. I don't think I could. Uh, but he then just like sets the scene with like, all right, everybody, if anybody asks you, Braxton got into Stanford. We're just going to see how far this goes. Mm-hmm. And, like, wildfire. 
I'm having people come up to me left and right, like Braxton, dude, congratulations on getting into Stanford. Like, <laughs> that is the coolest thing ever. And like everybody's like, they're coming up to me like, yo, like, you know, you're gonna go. And I'm like, oh, I can't afford the out of state. I'm dead set in this lie. And I, I you know, it's so funny. Um, <clears throat> we had this one girl come up to me. Her, her name is Emily, and she was very smart. Somebody who applied to Stanford. <laughs> yeah. <And> she, <laughs> oh. And she's like, Braxton, how did you how already did you, <laughs> how did you already find out? Did you do the early application? Like all this kind of stuff? And I was like, yeah, I did the early application. <laughs> like at this point, like I, I haven't even applied to a school yet. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like I'm so confused. And um, it goes on for a little while. Uh, and was this girl just like heartbroken? Because she's like, oh, you yeah, got she it. Was she like, she was, oh, no. I think she was like Penn State or something oh, like that. So good for her. Oh, no. She's very smart. Um, and I. I'm in, like, one AP class, and all these kids in there are just, like, shook. They're like, how did this yeah. guy? Like, so I was in uh, – I took – so there's, like, AP calculus. There's, like, AB and BC. I think BC was, like, the harder one. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I'm in this BC class, not because I want to be or qualified at all, just because my schedule was, like – I took did running starts. So like That was the only one you yeah. could take? Oh, it was the worst semester – worst math class I've ever taken. All these kids are, like, still juniors that are, like, super smart and, like yeah. – like and I'm a senior. I have no idea what's going on. This one girl that sits next to me, um, she's like the she she goes here still. She's um on the cheer team, uh, Kira. Oh okay. Um, yeah, and so she was like the only, like, person who saved me, like the homework and everything like that. And she was applying to, like big schools at the time, and she's like Stanford Braxton. That's crazy, but the line got drawn. <laughs> Um, one of my friends, uh, Liz. Her parents are both teachers at the school and super good friend of mine. And she's like, Braxton, like, my parents are so, like, proud of you for getting in. Like, they're going to make you a cake and, like, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and I just don't know what to do. <laughs> and I... <laughs> I, I hate to say, but I, I don't think I told her yet. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I wanted, I wanted the cake. I want to see the Stanford cake. Yeah. Um, and then Canyon, that guy I was talking about earlier, um, he was like, dude, my parents are so like excited to talk to you all about it. And I was like, I can't. As soon as it got to the parents, like, all the, I, I can't, I, I can lie to these, like, all these kids in my class. I'm not scared of them. But I was like, I cannot look, like, Canyon's mom in the face and tell her I got Stanford. <laughs> like, it just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I, I wonder to this day how many kids still think I got in. Yeah. Like how many like never heard that it was all like just fake. And like they're like, wow. How, long, like, how, Stanford? how long did it go on for? Like, it, was it? it was probably a week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So That's a good you know, lie. I mean like, yeah, it lasted longer than I thought it would. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I probably let it go on too long. <laughs> and like I look back on it and I'm like, oh, that's super funny. I think I brought the story up not too long ago and somebody's like, so you lied to your whole entire school. And I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I, well, when I'm you put it that liar. way, yes, I did. Yeah. I, did. I, I, I thought I was I just did. pranking him. <laughs> it's just funny prank. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that was that was a pretty impressive one. I'd have to say, um, out of all the, uh, the the big lies I've let go on for a long time, that that's one of my favorite ones because of the widespreadness of it. And one, I I got Nathan Hopkins with a lie one time. I think it was junior year, the summer going into my senior year. I was, I was harvesting, so like the 12-hour days, you know, and I was just bored. I was like, I need something to do. I need entertainment. And so I convinced Nathan that I was transferring to his high school. And I kind of – I brought in some, like, family stuff about it. I was like, yeah, my, my dad has to go to Spokane for some 
thing. I can't remember what I said. I was like, my dad has to move to Spokane, so like just to be closer to him, I'm gonna be going to high school in Davenport. And he got so excited. <laughs> just, <laughs> just crushed it. <laughs> Started telling a couple oh people. Goodness. He called me on the phone and like. That was probably the hardest, like, I've ever had to keep it together. Because I'm, like, outside in a wheat field behind the combine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just alone. And he's like, dude, I can't, like, I can't wait for senior year. Like, you're going to come here. Like, what, he's like, when are you moving here? I was like, I'm going to move here after basketball. Like, I want to finish basketball in, in, like, in ACH and then finish, like, the spring in Davenport. Have a good old time. Uh, it'll be so much fun that we'll go to college together. And, like, he was so – I just remember being so excited about it and me just, like, uncontrollably laughing but trying not to make any sound as I'm like listening to him talk and whatnot and then I think I let it go on probably for like I think I let it go on for a day or two and then I texted him I was like hey man I'm not I'm not moving to Davenport <laughs> I was lying to you now so did you did when you told him that you weren't going to Davenport was it like was it like a yo I was lying to you the whole time or was it like a did you keep the lie going? Like, oh, no, my dad no. found a job. <laughs> Did you yeah. cover the lie with another lie? No, I told him. I was like, I, uh, I've been lying to you. <laughs> just came out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably the good way to do it. Just rip the Band-Aid right off. Just... <laughs> we need to have Nathan Hopkins on this show. Oh, we will. We'll get him on. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I just, yeah, no. Um, one of the ones, one of the first, like, big lies that I remember... Um, wasn't me, but it was uh, but my buddy Joel, the other one who uh, had the long hair. Yeah, yeah. In middle school, um, yeah, middle school, and then even in high school, the dude missed a lot of school. I love the guy to death. Yeah, I don't know how he graduated. <laughs> he just like missed like the eighth grade. Like the eighth grade, he's just gone. Like, where is Joel? We'd come over to his house like every day, and he's just like, yeah, I just did go to school. I, I don't know, man. I was impressed, impressive, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, he had, like, gone missing, like, off the charts. We're like, dude, like, not coming to school anymore. Like, what's going on? And he's like, I moved to Montana. And we're like, dang. And Chris, the other Chris guy, was in on it, too. And he was like, yeah, dude, Joel just moved to Montana. And we're like, crushed, dude, like, super sad. Like, I, I knew his mom, like, all this kind of stuff. I was like, this this sucks, dude. Like, sending him a text, like, you know, have fun in Montana. All this kind of stuff. Oh, you, oh, oh. You, he let you get sentimental? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, then, oh, God, we had smoothies. Have you ever, ever heard of something like that? Smoo- okay, smoothies. Okay, smoothies. Yeah, I'll get, smoothies I'll get and movies. I'll get into movies. it. I'll get into it. Uh, but anyway, I show up to this story when, in, in like the eighth grade, and uh, he's just there. He's just like, oh, yeah, I've been lying the whole time, and I was so mad at this guy. Okay, back to smoothies. Wait. Smoothies. Smoothies. Yeah, something like that. Okay, I really don't know what it stands for now that I'm thinking about it, okay. but what it was. How do you spell it? S M O. V-I-E-S? Or is there two O's? two O's. It might be two O's. I feel like there's two O's. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Smoothies. Oh, it's smoothies. What's a smoothie? So it was, was, okay, essentially what it was, was this uh, outdoor movie showing. Like in a little park, like in our, like in the middle of the city. In Tri-Cities? Yeah, in the middle of the city, just this really, like this huge inflatable screen, and they'd stream a movie. And the middle school, and we'd go to these just to cause havoc. Just yeah. to just see everybody. We'd be out till way too late. Uh, it was right next to the river, so we'd always just go to hang out at the river. It was a weird, weird time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really don't know how to describe the time that I spent at the smoothies. Like, it just was so weird. Like, all these, like, families and little kids are there, and, like, we're in the back, like, like just, you know, there's, like, the older kids. Yanking on each other. Yeah, skating in the back. And, like... <laughs> Like things just aren't good, <laughs> and yeah, that was that was definitely one of the weirdest times to think about. Like, 
back in middle school. I cannot believe we just would go to this every weekend, every Saturday. Yeah, I yeah. Would just be like, oh yeah, we're gonna go watch a movie. Never watch the movie. We sneak down to the river. Um, she has like some real. Do you guys all stuff. like bikes and stuff to get around town, or how do you? Because I remember when I like in my town, I we we made bikes out of um. Like, we'd go to, like, the old dump, and, like, mm-hmm. someone would go to the dump, find some bikes, find some, like, tires and whatnot, bring them back, and we put them together. Wow. And then we'd just ride around town. How'd you get around town? So, I would say uh, the way that I got around town, I wish, was on something with wheels, but we walked. <laughs> we walked some incredible distances. Yeah. Like, what are we, what are we talking? Like, I, I walked, we walked everywhere before we could drive. So, we, um, I'm trying to think of, like, one of the longest ones I've ever done. Um, at one point, we walked from uh, my from like my neighborhood uh, to West Richland, which is like super like probably like probably like a two or three hour walk. Wow. Yeah, went to go to the golf course and mess around. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like we got kicked off the golf course for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like we like did this walk just grueling and just like so hot in the summertime, and then we just like were messing around on the golfing range and got kicked off. So that was that was fun, but we literally would walk everywhere like if we're just like yeah we know what just gonna walk it like we walk city to city like on highways and stuff like that uh we eventually got to like longboards kind of yeah Um, yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah those helped out those we could go like richland to pasco and that is far you can cruise on those guys oh yeah you can go distances and we have some pretty good trails along the rivers so you can like hit the river and like then get up on Uh a bridge and go over to pasco and stuff like that so that was like the really that was probably the most revolutionary thing did you ever have a, a, a gnarly crash on uh on a longboard, a gnarly crash. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not great. What at happened? Him. Oh, well, okay. So here's the thing: I could get from point A to point B, mm-hmm. but if I'm hitting a hill, I don't care how Ooh. steep it is, I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making it. Um, and we were trying to like go down this like light hill, and because we were like, kind of on like the mountain, trying to just kind of come down and go back into like a, go to a different buddy's house, and I like try to hit like the curve as we like turn left bad decision <laughs> and i was just everywhere i i i kind of hit my head pretty hard but like all in all really not like the most painful accident but i was rolling i went down <laughs> I, I made it i made it another like probably 10 15 feet down the hill off the longboard <laughs> yeah uh, but on asphalt yeah but the, one of the worst ones uh so a lot of people did this and some of the people were really good and uh, we had this one hill uh we called it top of the world we had we had the top of the world and the top of the universe in the Tri Cities. One was a little bit taller than the other, you know, where you go up and like you know take a girl in a car and go make out with her, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. But, and you always get caught and kicked out. Um, so one kid was trying to come down this hill, and it's like it's 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 back and forth, back and forth, whatever you want to call that. Um, and he's going down it, and he fell so hard, super steep hill, um, blood everywhere, like like Ooh. crushed his like shoulder. Um, crushed like his head just all beat up went unconscious the ambulance had to come and everything oh. not wearing a helmet because that's not cool yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was that one was crazy and this dude like he just doesn't even care this is like just he's got like bl- one of those he's got, people like, blisters from it like on his skin and he's just like popping them for fun and it's like dude you are crazy maniac where's this individual now do you know yeah he's in Bellingham too oh, is that, oh <laughs> no, different 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 okay guy. Uh, this guy his name's Ezra um, Ezra Stanfield Super cool guy. One of the most interesting guys I've ever met. Um, one of the best artists I've ever met. And he's super good at drawing, and he draws some super weird stuff. But it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's cool. And he sells some of his stuff. and um, Like, what does, he, what does he draw? Um, Okay, I'll pull some of them up. But, like, to describe, I really can't. Let me pull up a picture real quick here. Okay. okay. Matthew, what are, you, what are you doing over there? I'm just kind of... 
I'm kind of watching you. Kind of watching for action, and I'm, I'm, I'm digging the energy in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Um, I think you might be vegan now. I think this one is trying to send a message. But it is, uh, yeah, look at that. It's a picture of three people, but they have animal heads. There's a chicken, a pig, and a bull. And they are frying a human over a fire. Can I see this? Yes, of course. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Uh-huh. That. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I love this. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think you would really love the guy. He is. <laughs> he is super cool. I like how the animals are a little bit demonic, too. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely like, a scarier <laughs> picture. <laughs> I know that. that, that picture, just rating a human. But that, that picture puts it all in perspective. Yep. That's that's who this guy is. What else we got here? We got some pictures of cats. <coughs> oh, I would love to <laughs> see those. Good. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how to describe this one. That, that to me, looks like a rooster with a some kind of... Plant going down its throat. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe that. <laughs> it is definitely. It looks like a root, or I don't know. I can't think of it. Like, I can't think a rootster, like, like, like a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you scroll, there's eggs. There's eggs. Uh huh. The picture goes something. on. And then there's speaking of eggs, you can buy like sixty of them at once at Walmart. What else can you buy at Walmart for a good price, Matt? Oh my, do I have a deal for you guys? Anybody listening right now? I hope so. You better be. I'm about to bless you. So at Walmart, you can buy the off-brand Oreo cookies, and they have they come with uh, vanilla and chocolate. Mm-hmm. I think you can buy eighty of them in one package, and the package is one dollar and seventy-nine cents. For a stupid amount of cookies. How many cookies again? I would say about 80. And we uh, we dip them in peanut butter over at the beef barn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How much peanut butter do you guys go through over peanut at the butter? beef barn? I wouldn't say too much peanut butter, but we go through a lot of chicken, not beef. Yeah. <laughs> not beef. We eat a lot of chicken and rice. Our breakfast in the morning is hash browns, scrambled eggs, and... Breakfast sausages, wow. Jimmy Dean's cooked into one, scrambled, yeah. and I've just added buttered toast with uh, grape jelly on that. Mm-hmm. Super cheap, mm-hmm. so you can buy hash browns for three dollars, like mm-hmm. a, a, I would say a week's worth of hash browns <coughs> for like, from Walmart. Yeah, okay. um, probably more than a week. And is it the ones that come in like the cartons? Yeah, I would say the yeah. whole that whole meal right there, and I'm talking at least a week's worth is ten bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna it's need, at, you, it's gonna I'm gonna need you, you to send me that like after it's gonna, the show. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. You're telling me, Dawson, you would change your meal plan? I, I would. I like to spice it up. I want to introduce you to spice some some things I've learned over over at over at the beef barn. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd love to just have a, a culinary experience at the beef barn. You cooking, know, a cooking show, yeah. beef barn cooking show. I learn I learn everything from Keegan and Jake, but uh, yeah, they've really taught me to love cooking. Honestly, I used to hate it. Yeah, I, but I, now I hate cooking. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. So I you, like cooking you, when I have time. So I found the only way I enjoy it is I find a couple meals that I know mm-hmm. I can eat. Yeah, and I can eat a, a lot of, mm-hmm. and I'll just try to perfect it. As, yeah, that's what I've done with yeah. Top Ramen. That is that is Dawson's game plan. Yeah, uh, I living with Dawson, you know, you notice little things, but I can tell you what he eats every day. He wakes up in the morning. Normally, just goes with the eggs. Yeah, yeah. definitely eggs. Egg. I eat a lot yeah, of eggs. Yeah, a lot of eggs in the morning. 
Um, and then for lunch, he is turning on the oven with the chicken strips or nuggets. Or nuggets. And fries mm-hmm. every time. <laughs> Never changes. At night, he's making at night, he's making a cup of ramen with an eggs in it. <laughs> <laughs> Which and the worst part about that is like when I found out about this, this new egg in the ramen, it's it's revolutionary. Oh, it is. Yeah, it it's so good. Um, the way that I would do it back when I, you know, did that, when I actually cooked and not just chicken nuggets, uh, I just dropped the egg into the ramen when it's boiling. Oh. And it, like, it cooks the egg. It does cook it's it. just right in there. It's got the, some of the Best seasoning of on it. Yeah, yeah. And you only use one pan and only have to clean one mm-hmm. pan. Mm-hmm. Dawson. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I sacrifice having so to clean Dawson multiple pans. Dawson cooks the eggs separately. Oh. Mm-hmm. I fry that bad boy up. Oh, boy. Get it a little brown on both sides. Yeah. Like, and make sure it's cooked. Chop it up with a spatula. Mm-hmm. I have it down to it's, it's a science. Fried eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Chop it up. Make sure the ramen's. I cook it for two minutes. Okay. Two minutes. I yeah. I just look at the clock up on our shelf. Make sure it's two minutes because three minutes the noodles get really soggy. I found that out in high school. See, I kind of like the saturated See, noodles. I like okay. when they're starting to change See, colors and they're a little bit thicker. Okay. If you're into that, let those noodles soak up, baby. Yeah. Come on. But like, I'm not. I like it. I like almost. It's like half crunchy, almost. Yeah. You know, like I want to be able to like bite into it and be like, all right. There's something there. It's not just slithering around in my mouth. Yeah, and I, I get that. It's not like you just got a loogie in your No, yeah, like yeah. I don't want mucus. And so I do that for two minutes, get it in there, and I put the seasoning in there. So what I do, beef and chicken, amazing. Beef? Beef, beef and beef. chicken. Um, put beef and chicken in there, uh, mix it in, and then I throw the eggs in. And if I'm lucky enough, I have sriracha sauce, which I usually steal from Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sorry. I think he has it in his room. Sounds like Roy's the man to go to. He is. Yeah, for yeah, supplies. He, yeah, he just, he's got the good stuff, you know. He has uh, the one line I ha- he's got stitch. The one line I haven't crossed with Rory, and I know this would just be he would he would hate me, is the pesto. I've thought about it many times, but I won't take his pesto. You're a good man. You draw lines. Yeah. I, you have to. I, you know, I like that. It's gotta happen. <laughs> so um at the beef barn, we don't we don't make ramen with eggs. Instead we use different sauces. Oh, um, so one of the one of the one of the go tos is Yoshida's teriyaki sauce. Yeah. So you'll you'll dish that in there, put a couple drops of that uh, while it's cooking, and then you can also do sweet and sour sauce. It's like five dollars for the two of them, um, and you just mix those around. It's got some it's some really nice flavor. It wouldn't it wouldn't go well with eggs, but that's why we don't do it. Yeah, only makes sense. I feel like teriyaki teriyaki sauce is with really, eggs really good with it. Oh. I don't know, that, does that make, I don't really oh, like teriyaki yeah. that much, so like I don't, okay. I'm not the what about guy. Sweet to, and sour. No, not really. No? All right. Well, then uh, disregard everything I just said. No, I think there's someone <laughs> out there who needs to hear it. What did? Got an update from Rory. Uh, he pretty much said the the sriracha is fair game. So okay. we got to find okay. it. We got to find. We got to find the sriracha. Fair game, unless it's somebody else's, but it's fair game, really. Uh, pesto, he will throw hands, so <laughs> don't cross that line. Okay. What about his uh, his that shredded cheese? Right. Whenever I make burritos or like tacos. I always take his shredded cheese. Yeah, really. <laughs> Rory, Rory's finding that a lot right now. Really, this is—we're just spilling tea for Rory. Yeah, I mean it's tough uh, for me because I'm in a different fridge. Uh, shredded cheese. I'm pretty sure it's Zach's. <laughs> I, I mean, like, if it's, if it's, I got the sliced cheese, but it just doesn't work well as shredded. Sometimes, you know, you know, I got the slices for the sandwiches, but like if I'm trying to make like quesadilla or something like that i want the shredded cheese so yeah yeah, yeah. Gotta do it melts do. better oh yeah oh 100 and i don't want to use it i don't want to use a cheese grater because then that's something else i have to clean do we have a cheese grater? we do it somewhere i find it in different places every time has it been upstairs a lot no <laughs> no it's, it, it's it's always on the main floor in the kitchen but it's always in a different shelf i can i don't know what i honestly whenever we try to like find um 
pans and silverware and stuff, I never know which drawer to go to because it's always being changed around. And it's kind of fun. It's like a little scavenger hunt every time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the things, the places I've looked for forks is insane. <laughs> I think I've opened Where's at one point. Place you found one? Oh, oh, man. I've definitely found a fork in my bathroom. <laughs> Haven't, didn't use it, did not use oh, it. I wasn't even going to ask. No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be weirded out if you did just straight up use it. <laughs> I've crossed some lines that the average person probably wouldn't in, in living where I live, but <laughs> not going to use anything that's found in my bathroom. Okay, I take that back. <laughs> uh, one time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Immediately takes it back. No. Let's hear it. Okay. One time um, I, for work, uh, I had one of my experience events. Like, you know, I normally do. I think it was last semester. And I woke up and I, I like to just, I try my best to always, you know, shower, brush my teeth, all that kind of stuff. Like, look, look good for work. And um, my toothbrush is at the bottom of the sink, which is full of standing water, not clear water. And I, I got to brush my teeth, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have gum. I don't have some. I definitely took it out. I washed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so gross. I, I put some soap on it. ran it through the sink in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, but it had to be done. <laughs> that's, that, was, that was probably one of the worst things I've had to do. Let me just document this real quick. Yeah, Matt looks good. I look incredible. No, we're just do? we're reaching the eight minute marker. Are we? What? Yeah, What's we have seven forty two. I never know in the show. When do we need to start? <laughs> <laughs> I never know either. Are we sp- are we supposed to be out by forty five or f- by fifty? By seven fifty. We got eight minutes left. Right? Yeah. Eight minutes. Well, is there any? There's anything on your heart right now that you just want? Yeah. If there's one last thing you could tell the world. world to know. You gotta get off your chest. And just like okay. you've been holding on to it for a while. No, 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 no. no. So we always say this is it. This safe, is safe space. Safe space. But he's very comfortable. Okay. Um, oh, man. You really put me on the spot here. If I say there's something I think the world needs to know, I would say <sighs> is that it's a lot easier to clean your pots and pans <laughs> right after cooking, sometimes before <laughs> you eat. Don't let that stuff start to stick, you know. Scrub that pot or pan until she is shiny. Then sit down with your nice meal that you have prepared, and you feel good. You feel well-rounded. You feel like you got something done today. It's not just about making the food. It's about coming back to a clean kitchen. Coming full circle. Yep, yep. Always got to bring that back. Um, You know, that's just something I think that I will now. I've learned that skill. took me 20 years. I'll take it with me forever. You always do it now? Definitely. 10 out of 10 times. I feel bad if I don't. There's definitely times I'm like, I really just want to eat right now, but I'm like, I've, mm. I've, I've, I've said this so many times, I got to stick with it. I got to <laughs> just do it. It's not even because I want to. It's because like, it's one of those things I've just said so much that like, got to stick with the principle. Live by a word. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely the worst part is cleaning oh, up. Sucks. And uh, yeah, he's right. I do it all the time. I save it for later and yeah. I'll find I'm not cleaning all, it until it, like, yeah. the next yeah. day. <laughs> and it always is harder to clean too right afterwards. At, especially after you yeah. eat. Because then you're kind of tired. Yeah. Yeah. Your stomach's full. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to clean. No, I just want to take a nap. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's some great advice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Braxton. You're welcome, dude. No problem. I also have to do the dishes tonight. That's, oh, you do? That's on my, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully Michael and I will knock those out. You guys have uh, chores? 
We have the kind o- of. I mean, there's kind of like unspoken ones. Someone always does the the trash. I'm pretty sure it's Carter, and I yeah. really feel bad every time. I'm like, oh, I'll get it next time, and then it's gone. And I'm like, okay, I'll get it next yeah, time. Okay, I'll, I'll get it next time. I'll find it. Um, but no, we just have week. Everyone does the dishes once one day of the week, and then you and Mike do it after the weekend. So yeah. Monday through Thursday, someone does dishes at night. Okay, and then you and Mike do it. After the weekend, after Friday, Saturday, yeah, on which, Sunday. Yeah, which was kind of, uh, when I was looking at it, I was set for it to do Friday, and I was like, I really don't want to, like, I don't, I work till five on Friday, so I was like, I don't want to, like, do dishes after that. Like, yeah. you know, it's Friday, I want to go hang out. Um, and so I was like, oh, why don't we do it on Sunday? I now realize I am an idiot for that. <laughs> uh, we have three days worth of dishes in there. Um, also, it's a weekend, and stuff ends up in there that I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it. I, I don't know who it was. Somebody made eggs, and the shells, they put them in a cup and then put it in the sink. Oh. So And then it got filled with water, <laughs> so there's just eggshells in this cup. Oh. And I was oh. – and then uh, there was a rag in there last week, and mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, but we threw this rag away because of whatever was on it. It there's was been, gross. There's been many times I've seen stuff in our sink, and I'm just like, I'm not uh, – this is gone. I'm throwing this away because yeah. it's like – it's colors I didn't know existed. <laughs> colors shoes that have of, no business being brown in a sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say one of the worst things I've seen was uh, the one time you use your crock pot. I think it was like at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I don't know what you made in that crock pot, dude. I think it was you, chicken breast. <laughs> you filled it. You filled it with water to like let it soak, and it sat there for months. <laughs> I never so cleaned it. Oh, so the, wasn't that over the summer? I might have been. It, I might have been. And somebody like put a cutting board on top of it, so like no one really even knew that like there was like stuff inside it. And then like one person like one day you just like moved that cutting board, and you're like, what is this? Dawson stew. Uh, yeah, I made tacos. I made oh, some tacos. To make. Oh my! It was, <laughs> he's just letting it marinate for yeah. for months and for added we, flavor. We took off. We, <laughs> added we, flavor. we took off that uh, the cutting board and just some smells start coming from it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you round off a show. <laughs> that wow. is incredible. Wow! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Well, to all the listeners out there, thank you for listening. Um, episode one is now on SoundCloud. We have that. That is uh, www.soundcloud.com slash Fireside Chats 2320, I think. Something like that. I think that's how you get to it's the SoundCloud page. Yeah, it's in our bio. Um, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at, at what is it again, one more time? It's fire underscore chats. We just up, m- uploaded clips from episode one featuring Morgan Weaver, and we will upload more of those clips. Yeah, we well, have all, all of our our cuts of Morgan. Will all, all those videos will be up tonight. Yep. So people and can then, scroll through away. And then, uh, listen to those into Luke the night. Nick, you're on. You're on deck. Mm-hmm. You're up next. And then yep. we'll try and upload. And we'll episode upload two, two, three, and three, four. And four as this a, one's five in entirety. Yeah. And five mm-hmm. on the SoundCloud. Yes. ASAP. 
We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll I, don't get have, I finally don't have a week with a midterm or or like a project, so this, yeah. I can do it. And honestly, I can get if, the job done. If we don't get to it, we can do it over the summer. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, so much, eventually so they'll be there. Content. I just hope that one day I can play this before I go to sleep and just fall asleep. Oh, you'll be able to. So we'll have this forever. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. This is all my Except, the <laughs> Except the intro. Except the intro. The icicles, man. That's fun. That one. Icicles. That one's for the day ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah we missed the icicles. Okay, hey, PSA. We're gonna don't stand under icicles. You'll be deaths per year. You'll be back and we'll re- we'll run that back. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. I love um, you all. Yeah. Love you all. Is there anything else we need to say? We have the Twitter. We'll work on that. Work on that. Yeah. <laughs> at, everything's a, everything's a work fire. in progress. Yeah. Um, Finally starting to put gasoline in the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First step. Braxton, yeah, first step. Th- thanks for coming yeah, on, man. I really appreciate it. Really glad you this. killed it. I'm super excited to do uh, the whole Waffle House gang and be back here doing yeah. it again. So thank you guys so much for having me on. And I think I'm going to have to have you. Fun. You're going to have to come on again. Oh, I'd be, Besides, oh, yeah. aside from the Waffle House. We could keep going. Yeah. Okay. This no, we could. way too fast. Oh, the whole house is coming on. Season finale, baby. All right. Well. What's our slogan? Everyone has a story. Everyone's got a unique and funny story to tell. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen to that. Thank you, Braxton. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.